0: Once upon a time in adequately advanced magic.
1: Everybody smells the smell of smoke.
2: What do we do? Tell us what to do.
1: Clerk says, I think they found us. It has to be Herbert. Bill stomps around nervously, and then you can see it across his unicorn face. He has an epiphany. Uh, I can teleport people, but uh, I have to have been at the place where we're teleporting in order to teleport there.
3: We just gotta you know sneak you past the the kobolds and then uh, outside right and then i guess back i mean i'm i'm pretty sneaky like i can i can hide real good so i could go with bill and we could just sneak sneak by and all you guys can stay and make sure Isenia is okay
4: hey guys i feel good i think i think i can take on three groups of kobolds with Isenia and clark
2: So what if we got the orcs and then kind of released them onto the kobolds? That would at least buy some time, right? Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic.
1: We open with a montage. The three of you have just split up into your respective groups. We see Goplerk, Bill the Unicorn, and Lloyd as they ride through the Botanical Garden and then burst out of a shuttered window. There's a couple of shots of the three of you galloping down the sidewalk. Bill is very shocked by all of the new technology in the city. There's at least one shot of the three of you riding a bus. <laughs> this is a whole adventure. <laughs> and the three of you head deeper into the city. We also see Cornfleck dramatically running through the forest, heading back towards the orc encampment. She's
4: carrying a big melon, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> with a with a big melon above your head, you're like jumping over tree roots, tree trunks, tree branches. Tree branches, big rocks, and then just uh, <laughs> and just booking it. I was about to say it's sort of like the uh, <laughs> the the Star Wars training unnecessary <laughs> training scene. <laughs> With Yoda? She's doing like like uh, from the new from the latest oh. trilogy. Just doing like unnecessary backflips over rocks and shit. <laughs> uh, we also see. Goblet, Clerk, and Yesenia, and Goblet, we just see you digging holes. (laughs) (laughs) Or more precisely, traps.
4: Can I have, like, rub mud on my face as camouflage?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you have, like, the thing that you put, like, underneath your eyes. Yes, yeah, the eye black. But I have mud. (laughs) What else do you have?
4: Why not? But I think in an earlier, didn't I have, like, trees or shrub in my hair or something? Maybe oh it's camouflage. Uh, uh, you, that
1: that one got lost, I okay, think. Okay, that's yeah. <laughs> the
4: alternate reality.
1: <laughs> no, I think mud mud is fine. Just just kind of <laughs> mud all over my face. You don't you don't want to make yourself a ghillie suit?
4: No time, man. No time. I gotta dig holes.
1: You you actually have a lot of time. Oh okay. Uh, you, you have like a solid like upwards of like several hours.
4: You said twelve, right? Like twelve hours. Yeah, something like?
1: like that. Okay.
4: All right, well, why not? Kind of Goblet has both mud and then has already made a... Just stuck some trees. Just stuck some shrubs with leaves
1: in his pockets. (laughs) What kind of traps do you make?
4: Goblet is hoping for to make those... Digging some holes and then sharpening some sticks and putting them down. So Goblet also uses rope to make some trip things. Is that what they're called? (laughs) Like... (laughs)
1: Like a tripwire? Yeah, like a tripwire,
4: yeah. What other items? Oh, in my inventory, I don't know where I got it, but it says spiky plant. So <laughs> he fashions, like, he ties a spiky plant to the end of a, one piece of rope and slings it around a tree. And I guess hammers, kind of fashions that to a another piece of rope that's hammered into the ground. And when the, when the rope that's hammered into the ground gets tripped, the spiky plant comes and swings into the face. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. But... Uh, other than that, he doesn't have much experience with making traps. That's all he's got for now.
1: Alright. Is there is there anything else you want to do for the next, like, 8 to 12 hours? Oh.
4: So Goblet is digging the holes and planting sharp sticks in them, and then covering them up with branches and leaves. He's also... In some of these holes, he has put down a spiky plant that he that he got from earlier, but he doesn't remember where he got the spiky plant. He has also been peeing in circles to try and lead them (laughs) off the trail but to to buy some time, but also peeing towards the traps as well. He has also enlisted Clark to pee, to help him pee, and is a little bit confused that Yesenia (laughs) doesn't pee. He has also gotten poisonous plants and put them on some rocks and next to the rocks he has carved treasure with an arrow hoping that they will try to find treasure and instead touch the poisonous plants and he's also gathered some wood just to make it harder to get through and he's also fashioned a ghillie suit out of shrubs and branches and leaves and and now he's climbed into a tree to wait
1: nice. We cut to Goplerk, Lloyd and Bill as the three of you are riding the bus the other occupants stare in amazement at Bill the unicorn <laughs> Lloyd says <laughs> all right where are we going again?
3: Uh I thought we were gonna find a place to to, to move the tree.
1: Yeah where's that though?
3: Uh yeah we're gonna ask the Godfather uh, if he had a good place we could, t- we could put it cause he, he knows those kinds of things
1: all right how are we gonna get there?
3: I, th- I thought this bus was gonna take us.
1: Well, I thought we were gonna go find Antira.
3: <laughs> oh no, it's all gone wrong. She was, she was in the sewers. We, we, that was right, right by the place, right by the, uh, the garden.
1: Wait, why, why did we get on a bus?
3: I don't know. You to I, I followed you.
1: Bill's Bill is just like, uh, actually, guys, I thought it'd be really cool. <laughs> I've never seen any of these things before.
3: Oh no, is the bus even going the right way?
0: Goplerk turns and looks at the the bus line diagram on the, the map on the wall. Go ahead and do a survival check. Survival... 15.
1: The bus is roughly heading in the right direction, but with the numerous stops, it might take a while to get over back to the other side. And go ahead and do a perception check. Is this, uh, direct sunlight? Yeah. So that's
0: either a five or a seven. So five.
1: As you investigate the bus line map, Goplerk, you don't see this, but in the back row of the bus, we see uh, an older cobalt gentleman reading the newspaper, or pretending to, at least. His gaze is actually directed towards the three of you. Row. At his side, we see a coffee cup. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, no. And it says, Moon Deer Coffee. As he puts his coffee cup down, we see that he's wearing a shoulder holster with several knives. We cut over the cornflake. You're still trapezing through the forest. <laughs> Is there anything you do in particular?
2: Are there, like, a bunch of leaves on the ground?
1: Yep. Oh, man.
2: Is there any sort of path that has less leaves
1: how about you also do a survival check
2: okay oh i got a net. Na- wait no no that's a seven uh i got a 13.
1: <laughs> what, what are you looking for exactly
2: just like a path so i don't leave any tracks
1: Mhm. how do you do it exactly
2: well i was thinking like if you run through leaves you kind of like leave a track but if it's like soft grass that isn't like fancy golf grass, <laughs> then you don't really leave a track or at least you have to look a little bit closer.
1: With your roll, you do see a path that would make it easier to conceal your footprints.
2: I think she just runs and tries to get there as fast as possible. Oh, well, actually, so she sees a path, but is she just going straight towards the area? And does she see or hear any anyone coming?
1: Go ahead and do a perception check. Perception?
2: That's a not nat 20
4: you hear the wind you see the I colors do. of the wind
2: <laughs> my eyes zoom in and I see everything
1: yeah you see you see everything <laughs> including at least three to four thorny plant dogs oh. hiding nearby
2: hmm. do they see me <laughs> are like they looking in my direction
1: mm, it's hard to tell they're very like well camouflaged
2: hmm. She minor illusions a kobold and her range is 30 feet so she's just going to run until she goes past the range and she knows it's going to disappear but it'll it'll at least cover her tracks and avoid them. And then she also just runs in a diagonal way so towards the place she wants to go but also not- also away from the guys.
1: (laughs) Alright. The, uh, what does the, the minor illusion look like?
2: One of the bad kobolds. <laughs> She's just doing it out of spite.
1: <laughs> Cornflake, you minor illusion one of the moondeer coffee kobolds in full uniform and everything. The thorny dog plant monsters shudder and emerge from the brush to attack your illusion. Once they're done attacking the illusion and realizing that it's not there, they turn their attention to you.
2: Oh, man, I didn't get far enough.
1: No, but you have like a 90-foot lead on them. Okay, there's that. And they bound into the jungle in your direction behind you.
2: How far away am I from the orcs?
1: You're about five rounds of chasing away. (laughs) 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 daba. We cut the goblin. As you hide in this tree, you remember the very important tactical plan that Clerk and Yesenia came up with. There's three approaches upon which the kobolds are approaching Yesenia, and those are the east, the west, and the south. Ysenia is located at the T crossroads of these three approaches, and for convenience she's established pre-positioned spots in which she has vines that you can use to essentially all you have to do is use a free action to pull on the vine and then she'll take you to whichever spot you want along the three approaches. The pre-positioned spots are located 60 feet away from the center of the intersection on each approach as well as 120 feet.
4: And you can only use them once to pull on the vine.
1: The vines will stay there as long as, there's not, uh, as long as they're not destroyed.
4: Oh, so you can use them again.
1: Yeah. The question I need you to answer is, how many feet away did you place the traps?
4: Mm, I'm imagining in my head. Well, the farther, the better, right? I don't want them getting too close. So how far is 120 feet? Maybe more than 120 feet. I don't know, maybe like 150,
1: 200. Okay. What is the trap to the west?
4: So the traps to the west are the holes with sticks the treasure rock and the poisonous plants are to the east the peeing in circles and tracks leading to the traps are in both the west and the south Uh, the wood obstacles are in the south just random wood piled up so in the east are these ropes on one end of the rope is tied a spiky plant and it's slung over a tree branch and the other end is nailed into the ground and fashioned into some side of tripwire. so when, when somebody trips over it the spiky plant comes over and swings them in
1: the face and where are you hiding in the south how many feet away
4: 150 just over the over the traps
1: okay just over the traps You see two Moondir Coffee scouts wearing their paramilitary uniforms. They're very cautiously moving forward with their magic guns drawn. Do they
4: seem like they're smelling my pee?
2: (laughs) Nose to the ground.
4: Yeah.
1: They will roll a perception check.
4: It's very strong pee. Hadn't been drinking water.
1: (laughs) They roll a 14. Uh, for these two, because they're scouts, they're a little bit used to this. They smell the smell of pee and are on high alert, but they they're, they are a little bit confused by the direction.
4: But not confused is enough to change direction, so they're still going towards Nusenia.
1: Yeah, but very slowly. Okay.
4: How far away are is the chomper? Go ahead
1: and do a perception check.
4: I got a 21 on that perception check.
1: The tree chomper is about more than 300 feet away at this point. 300, okay. It's it, it. From the sounds of trees being chomped and the smoke from trees being burned, that's about what you roughly deduce. <laughs> but how fast is it moving? Slowly. Slowly, okay.
4: And are Clerk and Yesenia here or have they gone back to the... Clerk
1: is covering a different approach. Okay, and Yesenia, Yesenia is just where her place is.
4: Do these scouts look strong, or are they look kind of flimsy and weak? Uh, they're pretty small. Pretty small. I'm a goblin. I'm pretty big, right? I could just grab their heads and bash Stop. them against each other.
1: You're like exactly <laughs> the same size that they are. Uh,
4: I'm not just a bit
2: bigger.
1: Mm, no. no. All right.
4: Well, I can still take their heads and bash them against. Each.
2: Goomba stomp.
4: All right, Goblet will try and break a couple branches off and throw them in different directions to try and split them up. Does that work?
1: Go ahead and roll a hide check. Eleven. The two kobolds, they roll a seven. They hear the sticks but don't know where they came from. They split up.
4: Oh, nice. So Goblet tries to follow one of them, and by kind of scrambling around in the branches, and does that work? Yep. And when he's over one of them, he drops down and just drops down and doesn't, (laughs) I really have a plan, but drops down and starts trying to knock him unconscious.
1: All right, let's go ahead and roll for initiative. Okay. Nice.
4: Uh, 10. Do I get any, like, bonus for surprise or anything?
1: Uh, yeah. Because you evaded their perception earlier, you have surprise. You drop down and you get a free turn on this guy.
4: Oh, sweet so goblet will whack him with the quarterstaff but like kind of as he's dropping down he tries to use the point end and knock it straight in the top of his head okay so i roll roll a 17 you hit all right and then uh two plus four is six damage
1: you bonk him out
4: oh is he knocked out non-caught yep oh sweet wow goblet is marveling at his aim kill him does the does the other one notice that i just knocked him out
1: yeah the other one has the exclamation mark over his head now does he see and me? the metal gear solid sound plays does he see me yeah he turns around and he sees you having oh. bonked his friend out he's 30 feet away dang
4: all right well there's no point in hiding now so i run with my quarter staff like i don't watch naruto but they do this a lot right in naruto where they're like running and they're
3: like <laughs>
1: Yeah, you, you can
4: Naruto run over. <laughs> right, I want to Naruto run over, and do I, can I try and whack him too? Yep. Okay. With a quarter stack? Well,
1: how many how many attacks do you have?
4: Oh, so I can, I'll use my bonus then, so let me see, right, so unarmed strike when you use the attack action, uh, you can make one unarmed strike as a bonus action, so I'm just going to try and close line him as my mm-hmm. bonus unarmed strike, uh, so that is 18. You hit. Alright, 1d4 plus 3 is... Oh, 4 plus 3 is 7.
1: You knock out this scout too.
4: And then Goblet looks at his forearms and is even more impressed.
1: As you look at your forearms, (laughs) you hear the rustling of several other groups of kobolds. Oh. Heading towards Yesenia's position.
4: From the south?
1: Just throughout. Oh. And we're going to cut over to Gopler. That's me. As you continue to investigate the bus line map, you hear someone groan and fall to the ground. (gasps) It's Lloyd. And there's a knife in his back.
0: What? Lloyd, what happened? Goplic turns and looks for the assailant.
1: At the end of the bus, you see this elderly-looking kobold. He's wearing a white suit with a white trench coat draped over his shoulders. And he has the Leon the, the Professional sunglasses. (laughs) <laughs> As he brandishes two knives.
0: Gobler unsheaths two of his knives one he chants. And he yells over to Bill, Bill, take care of Lloyd. And then he rushes to uh, meet the assailant in glorious battle.
4: <laughs> yeah,
1: we're going to roll initiative.
4: The sun is gleaming through the windows, sun rays.
1: Seven. No, plus five, twelve. The moon deer kobold assassin rolls a six.
4: Some assassin. Should have drank more coffee. <laughs> also, Bill is just on this bus, right? He's a unicorn. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We were getting a lot of stairs. Is he in the like the disabilities people side like section?
1: Yes.
2: Oh, he's not just in the middle. <laughs> uh, he's just long Blocking enough, everyone's way. He's,
1: he's also in the middle, blocking everybody's way. <laughs> <laughs> Bill is just like, uh oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god, he does the nervous horse taps, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Meanwhile, Goploak, it's your turn.
0: So tell me, what does the, uh, the bus look like in terms of passengers?
1: The bus is pretty sparsely populated. There's a couple of people sitting in the seats. You find yourself in the middle of the bus, with Bill and Lloyd basically taking up the front half. Where, you know, like it's like the, the priority seating. Mm-hmm. The Cobalt assassin is at the end of the bus. At the very back row.
0: Are there any um, passengers in that area?
1: Uh, Yeah, there's a couple just sitting in the seats and they're just like, oh my god, what's going on? So Koplerk will run
0: towards the assassin and he will yell to the passengers in the bus.
3: Uh, Don't worry, he's a a bad guy. Everyone (laughs) just be careful and uh, be on my side uh, because he's a bad guy.
0: And he will attempt to attack the assailant with his dagger does his uh, speech somehow make these passengers an ally in terms of pack
1: <laughs>
0: They don't have to attack him. They just have to be Yeah, at the very least, they, ally. Can, they can wall him in, right? Or they just give him bad, you know, evil eye.
1: Go ahead and do a charisma check for this one. 18 plus one is 19. Yeah, there's a couple of people who are like, oh, yeah, we definitely just saw that guy throw a knife at that dude who was standing over there. And they're like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Great.
0: Uh, And then I will attack evil guy. A dagger in my main hand. That'll be a 12 to hit.
1: A 12 does not hit.
0: And then a dagger in my offhand. Nat one.
1: A nat one does not hit.
0: Cobblerk is having trouble navigating the seats. (laughs) The bus makes a left turn and I get...
1: (laughs) Kind yeah, of on you, my side. You you get swung into one of the seats. The the cobalt assassin pulls out his knives and he's gonna stab you. He rolls a twenty three.
2: Oh, oh. Yeah. he stabbed good.
1: I
0: feel like that hits.
1: <laughs> and he does five damage. But wait, this was in
0: direct sunlight. Does he have disadvantage?
1: He has the Leon the professional oh,
0: no, sunglasses. He Of course, it wasn't a Chekhov's scud. It was there for a reason all along. (laughs) How much damage was it?
1: It was five damage.
0: Five damage, okay.
1: Ouch. The the two of you do like this fancy knife fight, and he slashes you on the arm. He's going to try and attack you again, and he rolls a six this time. He misses. All right, it's back to you. He will attack again
0: with both knives. It's going to be 14 to hit on the first one. A 14 hits. And a 14 to hit on the second one. A 14 also hits. Nice. nice. And Godplark will take advantage of his rakish audacity from his swashbuckler feature to use sneak attack on one of the dagger hits. So 5 plus 6 is 11 plus 5. 16 damage. Whoa. Whoa.
3: Heya!
1: <laughs> you get him good in the stomach. Do his guts come spilling out? Mm, no. <laughs>
4: <laughs> just a solar plexus wound.
2: Take his knives, take his knives. Add them to the
4: collection, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> the assassin disengages and tumble rolls away just a little bit. And then he pulls out a blowgun and he's going to pew pew you. Oh no.
2: Shouldn't you have done that from the beginning?
1: thought he could take me, but then I showed him what for. He Mm. rolls a nat one. Oh, nice. On on the first attack.
2: He blows in. He he sucks (laughs) in instead of blows.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's got the the this end towards enemy wrong way around.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The second one, he rolls an 18. 18 hits. He does six damage. Ouch. At the beginning of the round, the bus swerves. Do a dexterity saving throw. Twenty-two. Both you and the assassin manage to remain on your feet. And it's your turn.
0: Goplerk will close the distance with the enemy and attempt to do a dagger-dagger to the face. 13 to hit on the first. 13 does not hit. Okay, second one. 15. 15 hits. The second dagger manages to make contact. And there's a lot of ones. 10 damage. Dang. You get him good. Before my turn's over, Goplerk will use his movement to crawl like in, under the seats and uses a uh, bonus action to attempt to hide.
1: Okay, I feel like you're hiding in plain sight here. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I'm small. Isn't there <laughs> The seats act as cover. He, he's also small.
0: Oh, uh, I forgot he's a cobalt. Shit.
2: What's Bill doing?
1: Bill is still freaking out. Like he's, <laughs> he, 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 he looks like he's about to faint. Actually. He's has he hasn't seen the sight of blood in a very long time.
2: Heavy breathing.
1: Uh yeah, he's just like <sighs> <laughs> 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 Alright alright, Bill. Bill. Uh Bill. That's me. Uh yeah, I I I can handle this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. May not Lloyd is just like, Oh my god! There's a knife in my back. There's a knife in my back! <gasps> so he a uh, goblin will
0: uh, still attempt this because he's used to fighting not kobolds and he doesn't realize the other kobolds like the same size as him so he doesn't he doesn't know that that's not going to work even though meta i know now probably not gonna work very well
1: <laughs> you attempt to hide it just it, it just straight doesn't like work
0: does he have a little line about i can still see you
1: yeah he doesn't say anything actually he's, he's uh, cool he's cool like uh, that does he quirk an eyebrow or something yeah
0: <laughs>
3: oh, nice.
0: Man, this guy's such a cool guy. I know. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: In fact, he actually does like. He sees you try to hide behind the bench and then he like jumps onto the back of one of the seats, jumps off the window, and then like bounces off the ceiling to try and stab you.
2: Whoa, what a cool oh, man. Oh my god.
1: And he rolls a 14. Actually, 16.
0: I like the first one
1: better. It hits. It does another 5 damage. Ouch. Godplurk is now bleeding from multiple places. He's gonna try and stab you again. He rolls a seven.
0: Godplurk manages to use one of those uh, poles in the middle of the bus to, to
1: block the attack. Nice. Godplurk, you stumble backwards, having been stabbed multiple times. Meanwhile, the cobalt assassin jumps back. Uh, the two of you have switched positions on the bus. You're now in the back and he's near the middle. He's still facing you though.
4: But you have the high ground, right?
1: You, you, you're, like, on the slightly elevated backseat area where they put the engine or whatever it is. And the two of you stare each other down. And we cut over to Cornfleck.
2: Okay. How, how far away are the, the dukes the doobies? They're about
1: 90 feet behind you. So we're going to go into chasing mode.
2: Okay. Well, I don't think I can outrun them both.
1: The way, the, the way chasing mode works is that we're just going to do, like obstacles and how well you deal with the obstacles
2: will either increase
1: or decrease the distance, yeah.
2: Yeah, I just run.
1: Yeah. Cornflake, you continue to run through the jungle, followed by some number of, mm, let's say five, thorny dog plant monsters.
2: Oh, okay, there's more?
1: Yeah, there's more than one.
2: Okay. Wait, so do I just keep running?
1: Yeah. As you continue on, you see that there's a pretty large tree trunk that has fallen down and is now blocking your path.
2: Oh, blocking my path? Yep. Then I'm gonna try to vault, still holding the melon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, go and roll a athletics check.
2: Okay. Oh, that's an 11.
1: You make it over the tree trunks. Oh, nice. The thorny dog plant monsters roll a 14. Oh. And they also make it over the tree trunk. And they close within 80 feet. 80 feet. Ahead of you, you see several beehives hanging from a low-hanging branch. Okay. As you run under it, go ahead and do a constitution saving throw, and then you can do whatever you want with the bees afterwards.
2: I got a one knot net.
1: The bees sting you.
2: (laughs) Ouchies.
1: You have to take a second to, like, brush them off. Mm. But now you can do things.
2: Okay, I'm gonna get a little bit further away and then shoot the beehive.
1: All right. uh, Just go ahead and roll an attack.
2: Ooh, I got a 19 plus six. Mm, Nice.
3: Nice.
1: Yeah. You run a little bit farther away from the beehive as you brush off the bees that have stung you, and you book it about 60 to 80 feet away from the beehive, and then you turn around and you shoot an arrow just as the first thorny plant dog appears under it.
2: Nice. Nice.
1: The beehive plops on its head, and it's like Winnie the Pooh and the honey jar. <laughs> it just like its head is like stuck inside. Nice. Are, they,
2: are they carnivores, or do, do they like the sweet, sweet honey?
1: They do like the honey, but they don't like the bee stings.
2: Oh, oh man!
4: <laughs> are these plant dogs, are they... is their skin bark, or is it...?
1: Yeah, actually, that's a good question. They're immune to bee stings, but it's still very distracting. That makes sense. Mm.
2: But do they want the honey?
4: <laughs> they sort of do. So maybe they stick around and just eat the honey. <laughs> they get distracted.
2: Yeah. And then I went. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the thorny dog plant monsters are distracted by the honey. It was going to go down to 60 feet because you failed the constitution saving throw. But I'll give you, I'll give you an extra 40 feet. So they're like a hundred feet behind you now.
2: Oh, nice. Goody. Yeah. Okay.
1: And if you get here. if you get 140 feet away they just like forget about you
2: <laughs> like when when in games the guys spawn and then you go too far and they just slowly walk back
1: <laughs> Yeah, huh,
0: I wonder what that was <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay could I look around me to see to like maybe see the next obstacle or well, actually I don't know if that'll help I guess see anything around me that could help
1: yeah, that's a pretty good idea. The uh, You look ahead. You see a field with tall reeds in one direction. In the other direction, you see a small creek.
2: <laughs>
1: and in yet another direction, <laughs> you see open grass.
2: It's a running creek, right?
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty small, it, though.
2: It's small? Like, I could just jump over it? Yeah. Is Yeah. I guess I'll just jump over it.
1: Yeah. You run over and you just jump over it. Nice. Go ahead and do a uh, go ahead and do another athletics check. Seventeen. Yeah. You jump over it, no problem. Nice. The thorny dog plant monsters are done being distracted by the honey. They roll a five.
2: <laughs> they are they afraid of water?
1: Uh they splash around in the water and they're like, Oh yeah, I need that good shit.
2: <laughs> oh, so th- so they're thirsty after all that honey?
1: Yeah. they're playing in the water too
2: (laughs) they're splashing and giggling
1: you gain another 20 feet on them
2: oh nice
1: the thorny dog plant monsters finish splashing around in the water and then they're like wait what were we doing in plant talk (laughs) they start growling and then run off after you cornflake okay and now we're gonna cut over to goblet
4: so goblet Puts himself underneath one of the knocked out kobolds and pretends to be the kobold and says, Help! 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 The (laughs) goblet got me and he ran that way!
1: And tries to get their attention. (laughs) I don't even know what role this would be. (laughs) Deception. Yeah, go uh, go ahead and roll a deception check.
2: Alright.
4: 17.
1: Ooh! In the distance, <laughs> they rolled a 16. Oh. In the distance, you see a squad of Moondeer coffee soldiers, and one of them runs up to you and they're like, "Uh, hey, are you? Hey, are you okay?" And so Goblet's like underneath,
4: right? So yeah. Hopefully, I'm, so Goblet thinks he can't see them and he says, "My life is fading. Avenge me." brother. And then he <laughs> stops talking. <laughs>
2: he's playing dead?
4: Yes, he's playing dead underneath the cobalt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the kobold is like, uh, well, um, well, I hope he had life insurance. <laughs> 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 the squad of five splits up. Two of them on the southern path head towards the west, and another two head towards the east. Sweet. The one that is here heads over to go check the other kobold.
4: And there's just one left?
1: Yeah.
2: Wait, do they all have guns?
4: Yep. Oh, did the scouts have guns? Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, did the scouts have guns too? Yep. Oh, I forgot to check the bodies. Anyways, okay, so there's only one kobold left, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, He's back over at the first kobold that you knocked out, about 30 feet away. Okay. And the
4: others are kind of, they're farther away now, so they can't really hear or see what's going on? Yep. All right. So goblet... Pretends to be the kobold again and says, and he kind of gasps
1: for air and he's like, ah,
4: ah, help, come here, come here,
1: am I alive? The kobold, like, perks up and he's just like, okay, go ahead and roll another deception okay, check.
4: Okay, okay. Uh,
1: 20, 20,
4: not natural.
1: Okay. <laughs> they rolled an 18. Oh, the kobold is like, oh, wait, you are alive. Then he runs over, and then as he runs over,
4: does he does he kind of go look over or look over me or look over the?
1: Yeah, he, I mean, yeah, he, he like runs over to you. So then, can I try
4: and like sneak attack by like I want to like grab him and then like knock his head against the kobold's head? You know what I'm talking about? Like I'm underneath the kobold, and I reach out my hands and grab him and like try and knock his head
1: against the unconscious kobold's head (laughs) how about you go ahead and do like an unarmed attack
4: unarmed attack okay that is a 15
1: you hit oh sweet
4: and I do damage yep it is one plus three is four
1: four is not enough oh the kobold soldier reels back from being whacked in the head against his companion and he pulls out a dagger Oh. To try and stab you.
4: But but I've got this cobalt in front of me as a shield, right?
1: <laughs> he doesn't care. He's going to stab through it anyways. <laughs> okay, all <Art>. oh.
2: right. <laughs> Wait, he's, he's not even dead. He's unconscious, he's unconscious right? Conscious. Oh my god. Uh,
1: he rolls a
4: 15. Oh, that probably hits. Uh, that does hit, yes.
1: Uh-oh. Here, I'll give you half cover. Okay. <laughs> what does half cover mean again? Half cover is plus 2 to AC.
4: Oh, so then it doesn't hit. My AC is 14. Yeah,
1: he just stabs the kobold to death. <laughs> oh god.
4: Goblin <laughs> says, "Hey man, he wasn't dead. Now you just killed him."
1: Uh the kobold's is just like, "What the fuck? It's your turn."
4: So, all right, I'm going to I'm going to try and knock this guy out with one thing. So I'm going to use Fist of Unbroken Air. So I use two key points and they must make a strength saving throw. DC 11.
1: He rolls a 8. So he
4: fails. And so that means for Fist of Unbroken Air on Ferro, it takes 3d10 bludgeoning damage.
1: Wow. <laughs> wow.
4: <laughs> Maybe I overused it. Um, anyways, all right. What's the 10? He only had
1: one health point left. Oh. He explodes. <laughs> <laughs> he explodes. He literally explodes. <laughs> There's mist and that's it. <laughs> I even need a roll? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Let's see how bad it is. Okay. You can also like just like knock him unconscious too.
4: Yeah, I'll do that. He explodes into <laughs> unconsciousness. <laughs> yeah. And he also um and and I can push the creature up to twenty foot away from me. <laughs> that's pretty good that you should use that more often that's great. <laughs> it uses two key points i only have three so man i didn't know uh, i didn't okay. know i thought this was a soldier i thought it'd be tougher you know but uh all right so do i you still want me to roll yeah
1: okay might as we'll see what it is so the first
4: one was a 10
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's its max hp
4: next one was a six five and then the other one is a six as well so 22 I thought this guy was like the assassin. The assassin seemed pretty strong. So I was like, oh, well, this guy might be tough, too.
1: No, this is just a normal, normal kobold. Oh, shoot. <laughs> 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 so he explodes. Uh, you like you. Well, oh, what, y- is, what does it look like?
0: Uh, you should do it. Like, have you seen One Punch Man? No. <laughs> uh, there's a scene where he's like fighting with uh, one of his, his friends and he like punches them with full force, but stops like one inch away. <laughs> it like,
4: explodes the world behind him yes yeah so like it's like yeah so it's, it's fist of unbroken air so i'm guessing i use air to push him you know so yeah kind of like you know I, I i still have the uh body on front and top of me so i kind of cast the body aside wind up and then punch and like roy says i stop one inch away and and like the air kind of gets focused into a He gets all of all the force and gets focused in this one point and it blasts him twenty feet away.
1: And the leaves rustle too, because it's all air, you know, right? Like Yeah. He flies back. Slow motion like he (laughs) like he's been soul punched by Doctor Strange. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And now Goblet looks at his fists in in respect. Does he
2: blow on them? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, why not?
1: The the fighting has drawn the attention of two of the other members of the squad. Oh, shoot. (laughs) Having seen the attack, they run over about 30 feet and they pull out their pistols and they open fire. Uh
2: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
1: An eldritch blast flies towards you, Doblet, and the first one is a 14.
4: My armor class is 14, so does that hit?
1: Uh, Attackers win ties. Okay,
4: so yes, that hits.
1: 1d10 damage okay you take five damage <laughs> Five.
4: oh that's that's rough
1: the second kobold also opens fire and he rolls a 10 oh yeah that one misses yeah it flies past your face they're about 30 feet away it's your turn
4: okay they're 30 feet away yep are they next to each other
1: yep okay
4: so i go over my 30 feet i take out my quarterstaff and I try and sweep one of them off their feet.
1: Yeah, go and roll to your attack. Okay.
4: Ooh. Uh, 13.
1: 13 hits.
4: Ooh, nice. So 1d6 plus 4 is... Ooh, 8 damage.
1: With an 8, you knock him unconscious. Oh,
4: wow. Now Goblet looks at his quarterstaff in, in awe. And then I can use an unarmed strike as a bonus at the action, so he tries to elbow the other guy in, in the in the cheek. Um. So that is a 15. 15 hits. All right. 1d4 plus three. This is two plus three is
1: five. You knock this one out.
4: Now Gaba looks like his elbow and kisses it. <laughs> <laughs> Do the others notice, or are we are we uh are we safe here now?
1: As you knock out this kobold, in the distance you hear the screams of kobolds falling into traps. Oh.
2: Nice!
1: But you also hear the sound of Clerk, Uh Uh-oh. Yelling. And we cut back over to Goplerk. Goplerk. It is Goplerk's turn. You are, you have now switched places with the kobold assassin and he is near the middle of the bus while you're near the back of the bus. You have the high ground.
0: How does he look? Does he finally get a crack in his glasses?
1: Yeah, you take a look at his Leon the Professional sunglasses and you see that there's a crack in at least one of the lenses.
0: Otherwise, if I had to give an estimate of how healthy he looked, what would I I see?
1: Half the lenses are cracked.
0: (laughs) Okay.
4: And don't make my mistake. How far away am
3: I? Mm,
1: Probably like 15 feet.
0: Okay, Gobler charges forward with his daggers, one in each hand, and does a series of stabbing attacks. First attack. 17 to hit. 17 hits. Second attack. And, uh, 19 to hit.
1: 19 also hits.
0: This, these are with disadvantage, by the way, so I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> but, wow. All right, first dagger. And are there any... Let's see, what's the text on Rakish Audacity? Are there any creatures within five feet of me besides him?
1: Here, I'll roll for it. It was 11. Uh, Yeah, there's a guy next to you. Shit, Okay. You take a look at the person who is hiding next to you, if you could call it that. Uh, you see a Goliath with an apron on, and he's speaking in a weird accent.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: How much damage is it?
0: It is going to be... 7 plus 5, 12. 12 damage. And then, um... Copplark will use his bonus action to disengage, and then move to a section of the um of the bus that doesn't have other people nearby and then if there's any like poles or something in the way he'll try to step between step behind it so that if he throws something he'll try to have some cover just repositioning <laughs>
1: the Cobalt assassin will do a backflip and he will grab lloyd
4: yeah but lloyd's like so much bigger
1: huh uh lloyd is lying on the ground oh okay and he puts his knife to Lloyd's throat. Is Lloyd gonna die? Gotplik, it's your turn. He doesn't say anything. Yeah, he prepares an action. What is Bill doing? Bill is still freaking out.
3: Bill, you had one job <laughs> to, to keep Lloyd safe. What
1: happened? Uh, I, How do I do that?
3: Gosh darn it, Bill.
1: Uh, and then. No, really. How? Uh, what am I supposed to do?
3: Heal him. Can't you heal?
1: Uh, but w- there's a guy there now.
3: Well, there wasn't for about 15, 16 seconds.
1: I, it's it's been a long time, okay. Uh, <laughs> I I haven't had to use magic in, in a while.
3: Well, can can you do something? Help help out. You take some initiative, Bill. You, you use your best judgment.
0: And Goblerk turns his attention back to the assailant. Goblerk will slowly. Crouched down with the two daggers in his hand and he goes to slowly put them on the floor and as he's doing so he's keeping his eyes on the assailant and the assailant's knife looking to see if the knife moves away from lloyd's throat and if it does he's ready in action to throw a third knife from his belt and a sneak attack so he will use um his bonus action to give himself steady aim so if I don't move this turn, then I get advantage on my next attack on the same turn, and I can't move afterwards. So he's readying an action. He's putting his daggers down on the ground, and if he does, and the knife moves away from Lloyd's throat, he's gonna use his reaction to use his his um, ready to action to attack the guy with another third dagger
1: by throwing it. Okay, but what if the guy tries to kill Lloyd? Then he will also throw the knife. <laughs> and attack him. So if, have, if the guy if he, if killed, he does, if he does anything, <laughs> yes.
4: Just tell him, to like, look
0: over there. He's just gonna throw a knife. He's hoping either the he's hoping the knife will be moved
1: away, but if it's
0: not, then he's gonna attack.
2: Is All this right. the end of Lloyd?
1: You pretend to drop your weapons. I do drop them. I just have a third yeah. secret weapon. Okay. uh, We we cut to like a a shot of your back as we see a third knife. The kobold assassin raises his knife.
0: And quick as a flash, Gobbler throws the third hit knife in a practice motion and steady aim.
1: All right, go ahead and roll your attack.
0: 26. (laughs) Yeah, the knife flies straight as an arrow in a flick throw from the wrists from the waist <laughs> and the knife goes directly between those stupid glasses and hits the forehead of the enemy let's see how much damage it does eight plus five thirteen damage
1: wow the uh the knife just as it hits the what is it like the bridge of his glasses yeah 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 Suddenly, Bill rears up and boots him out the window of the bus.
2: <laughs> yeah, horses can kick hard.
1: <laughs> nice. The Cobalt Assassin is blown through the window of the bus, and it flies out. Do we finally hear him yell? No, he dies oh, silently. Wow,
0: he's so cool.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, the bus appears to be driving out of control. Goblet turns. Towards the driver,
0: but then walks closer to so he could see.
1: The driver is unconscious. How did that happen? You take a look. There's a knife in him. (laughs) Is it one of my? It's
0: not one of my knives.
1: So I should be fine. Nah, it was just like a wayward knife.
0: Is he? Uh, he's unconscious. He's not dead, right?
1: Yeah.
3: Passengers, uh, anybody here know how to how to heal? Or, or fix up people because uh, my friend Lloyd, he's bleeding out. he got a knife in the back and, uh, sorry to tell you this, but also the bus driver has also got a knife in him and uh, no one's driving the bus. So if anyone else knows how to drive a bus, that also would be great.
1: Bill is like, oh, uh, I can help people. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, do that, Bill. Do that.
1: Oh, right. Uh, he puts down the hoof that he raised earlier as if to raise his hand and then, uh, he scrunches up his face and he's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what and is- he pokes Lloyd with his horn and the knife pops out. Whoa.
4: I thought he was going to cry or something, use his tears.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, a fart comes out and it heals Lloyd. Yeah. <laughs> 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 mm. <laughs> Bill heads over to the bus driver and also tries to heal him. And he's also like, mm-hmm. and he pokes him with the, with his horn. The bus driver opens his eyes and stares blankly at the ceiling. Meanwhile, Lloyd is like, did you say you needed a bus driver?
3: Yeah, Lloyd, the, the bus driver, he got stabbed in the back. He doesn't look like he's going to be driving very well. And I know you got stabbed in the back, but I feel like you might be better at it. More used to it, maybe?
1: Lloyd says, I can give it a shot. Yeah. And he sits into the driver's seat.
3: To the godfather.
1: And the three of you drive off into the distance. We cut back to Cornflake.
2: Oh yeah, she's she's a running.
1: Cornflake, ahead of you, you see a, ter- a bridge to Terabithia-sized river. <laughs> There's a rotten tree trunk that has fallen, that has made a bridge. What do you do? Below you you see a very fast running river.
2: I just go. I I think I'm gonna take my time. Well actually nah, it's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go. Is that athletic?
1: Mm just do a dexterity check.
2: Dexterity check. Oh that was an 18.
1: Yeah, you pass. You land on the other side of the bridge.
2: Can I like attempt to kick the tree a little bit? <laughs>
1: You can, like, try and move it. On the other side, you see the thorny dog plant monsters start lining up. They come across the bridge.
2: Oh, my God. They're lining up, <clears throat> like, at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the four of them are on the tree trunk. What do you do?
2: The rotten tree. How rotten is a tree?
1: Uh, as you were running across, you felt like it was pretty rotten, pretty wobbly.
2: So, can I- can I try to move? Can I shove the tree?
1: I don't know, you have pretty crazy (laughs) (laughs) strength. Yeah,
2: I don't- I think I can just get lucky all the time.
1: The- the thorny dog plant monsters are close approaching. You're just right at, like, the the end of the bridge.
2: Okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna throw the melon at the first one, hoping that it, like, (laughs) like, messes them up while they're walking, and then they'll, like, smash into each other and fall.
1: Alright, go ahead and make an improvised dexterity weapon attack. Just do like a ranged weapon attack.
2: I got a 19! You bonk
1: the thorny dog tree monster in the head. And it knocks it off into the river and it flows away. The other dogs are shocked. They don't know what to do for a hot second.
2: Okay, I'm running.
1: (laughs) Uh, And you book it. As the thorny dog plant monsters across the tree trunk bridge, they sort of sniff around.
2: Oh man, if only Goblet had peed around there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've achieved the 140 feet Nice to escape their range.
2: <gasps> Thank you, cantaloupe <laughs> Or Melon.
1: You continue to run, and sometime later, you arrive back at the orc settlement.
2: I, I think I take a rest before then, just to... uh Ready myself in act. Presentable.
1: And as you approach, the orcs turn around to look at you. And they're all like, oh my gosh, it's the Fruit Mother has returned. We cut back to Goblet. And you've just heard some yelling coming from clerk's direction over to the west.
4: What kind of yelling is it? Panic and
1: pain? Triumph? It sounds like a pitched firefight.
4: Oh, okay. Do I yep. Can I can I quickly check some of the unconscious soldiers for stuff? Yeah, go ahead and roll a perception check.
1: I rolled a 6 plus 3 is 9. Uh, you take a quick second to rummage through the pockets of all the unconscious kobolds around you.
4: I don't want to... <laughs> they're still alive. I don't want to stick my hands up like their are right?
1: There's, like, one guy who's, like, dead. Oh, okay. Because he got stabbed. By oh, yes, throat. yes. Oh, exactly. Yeah, that one. You find a couple of daggers, but it seems like in the process of knocking them out, their guns got flung into the brush. <laughs> okay. You also find 30 gold in pocket change. Oh.
4: That's, that's a substantive amount, right?
1: Yeah, it's like 30 bucks.
4: Okay, yeah, give me something. Nice meal. Well, Clerk seems to be in trouble, and I need to get there fast. So, the vines are teleportation, and that's instantaneous, (laughs) right? Like, infinite speed? Is infinite speed even possible? I'll have to ask Nicenia later, but I think I will take the vines. He says all of that out loud.
1: (laughs) 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 All right. You tug on one of the vines. What happens? And as you grasp it with both of your hands, it suddenly pulls you up in the air at great speed. Not, <laughs> infinite, it's not infinite speed, though. Not infinite speed. Speed of light? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the trees go whooshing past <laughs> you as you fly through the air. Okay. And do a dexterity saving throw. Goblet's Why his cheeks
4: are... All flopping in the wind.
1: <laughs> Nine. From up in the air, you see the fight going down below you. Uh, and as you try to reach Clerk, you have to actually, like, let go. Like, you can't just, like, plop you over. Okay. You end up landing right next to Clerk, who is hiding behind a pretty big tree. The problem is, he's pinned down. There's heavy magic gunfire. Eldritch bolts, fire bolts, just flying all around him. You do a little tumble roll and you end up right next to Clerk, hiding behind a tree. Hi Clerk. seems like
4: things aren't going so well here. How you doing Goblet? Ah well, I knocked out some scouts over there and then one scout killed his friend, even though he wasn't actually- well it's, it's hard to explain, but I think everything was okay in the south. No no major incursions, but it seems like here they're really making progress, huh? Or is it progress? Is it if it's negative, if it's not good for us, is that progress? What's the opposite of progress?
1: Would wouldn't that be like regression? Yeah, it looks like there's a regression here.
4: Well, if they're shooting us, that means they're not going for Yesenia, right? So we just have to wait them out,
1: huh? Well, I think they're gonna come attack. Oh. Go ahead and do a perception check. Perception.
4: Alright, 17. Better.
1: It looks like they have the tree pinned down pretty good. You peek one eye around the corner, of the, the trunk of the tree, and you see that there's at least three or four kobolds shooting at you. Sort of also hiding behind trees. And then the firebolt hits very close to where your eye was, and it goes like <sighs>
4: <laughs> Okay. Goblet stops peeking around the tree. Are they moving closer to us, or are they just sitting back and shooting?
1: Go ahead and do a wisdom check. Wisdom? Okay. <laughs> do a tactical analysis check. 17. Based on your knowledge of fire and maneuver, they apparently teach this to all the goblins. <laughs> They're laying down suppressive fire so that so that a group of them can move up and like try to flank you. Well, it looks
4: like we're going to stand and fight, huh?
1: How far are the groups and where are they
4: relative to us?
1: From your previous role, you judged that they're sort of spread out along a line about 30 feet away from you.
4: And what about the groups that are flanking us? Uh,
1: They haven't split up yet.
4: Ah, okay. They're split up, huh? Well they can flank us, but we can flank them. So then two flanks equals no flanks. So how about I run one way and you run the other way? And then we take cover in the trees as we slowly get closer, because I don't have any ranged weapons. Unless I could run towards them, draw their fire, and then you could start taking shots at them. How does that sound, Clerk? I'm down either way. Alright. Let's let's do that. I, I feel good today. I, I don't think I'm going to die yet. And there are a lot of trees, right, Clerk? Yep. So Goblet puts his hand on Clerk's shoulder and says try to shoot try to shoot good i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go over there and run over there try and draw some fire and hopefully take cover in the trees so they won't hit me i'm gonna get closer and closer to them and when i can i'm gonna start whacking them and when i whack them don't shoot me okay
1: there's a slight decrease in the volume of fire coming your way it seems like the people are starting to move down there
4: seems like people are starting to move down there (laughs) all right i'm gonna go okay i'm gonna start making some noise so that way they start shooting at me and when they do that's your shot all right all right so goblet takes a deep breath closes his eyes exhales and starts running not directly at them but towards the right side of them on a diagonal and as he's doing he's Waving his arms and wailing. La,
2: la, 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 la. <laughs> All
1: right, we're going to go back into initiative order, so let's go ahead and roll initiative again. Okay. Oh,
4: natural one. <laughs> so, four.
1: <laughs> four.
4: Are these missile attacks or are they magic?
1: They're magic attacks. Oh, man. You step out from behind your cover, goblet and the two kobolds that are still laying down suppressive fire fire at you.
4: <laughs> Headshot?
1: <laughs> uh, the first one rolls a 17. Oh, that hits. A firebolt flies towards you and hits you in the chest.
4: Oh, knocks me back. Dealing
1: four damage. As the firebolt hits you, Goblet, clerk pops out and he takes aim and he tries to shoot the other kobold. And he rolls an 18. Wow. This must be some crossbow. Come on, 20 damage. Does 7 damage, which is enough to kill the kobold. Dang! The crossbow bolt flies true, and it hits the Moondeer Coffee kobold straight in the chest, and it kills over. It. It's your turn. So, also, as as
4: because the first shot hit goblet on the chest kinda knocks him on his butt a little bit, but as he sees the shot of clerk fly true, he pumps his fist a little bit and that gives him encouragement to get off his butt. And he closes the 30 feet to the first cobalt. And then he oh alright well can't do anything other than whack him with my quarter staff plus one. Alright so the quarter staff whack is a 24 you hit all right 1d6 plus 4 2 plus 4 is
1: 6. you bonk him really hard on the head and he passes out oh sweet uh, goblet then
4: like the wind he nimble escapes and hides behind a tree all right
1: go ahead and roll a hide check 16. okay as you hide behind the tree, you see the other two kobolds emerge about 30 feet diagonal of where these two were. And they have a pretty good line of sight on Clerk. Oh no. The first one opens fire, blasting Clerk good oh. with a fireball.
4: Koblet puts his hand over his mouth, trying to not
1: scream or yell. It does three damage. Clerk is still standing up, but he's not looking too good. He attempts to return fire. Come on, Clerk. Come on, Clerk. And this time he rolls a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even really need you, honestly.
4: I know, seriously. Why did you yell, Clerk?
1: <laughs> and he does nine damage to one of the kobolds. Wow. And he, he crumples. And it's your turn.
4: So they're 30 feet away? Yeah. So Goblet steps behind the tree and runs towards this other one and bonks him. Is it a surprise attack or does he see me coming?
1: You have to move out to like uh, move yes. out from behind the tree. to So yeah, he sees you. Okay. All right.
4: Well, since he sees me, Goblet starts also wailing as he's running and bonking. Blah! So let's see. Quarterstaff. Ooh, natural 20. Nice. Okay. Oh, I got a one. So one <laughs> times two is two plus four is six damage.
1: Yeah. Do you want to describe it for us? So
4: Goblet jumps in the air and takes raises a quarterstaff so that it's behind his head. And he brings it down. And as he brings it down, there's a big, like yellow explosion spiky explosion you want to talk about like in the comics like the cartoon explosion yeah, like the cartoon ones <laughs> and then the the kobold gets knocked into the ground like whack a mole little uh, stars start flying around his head nice and goblet checks are there any other hiding kobolds go and do a perception check 16
1: it doesn't look like there's any here and there's like a brief lull in the fighting. In the distance, you can still the sounds of heavy machinery, chainsaws and the like. As your eyes pass over Clerk, you see that he's not doing too good. He's sitting down at the base of the tree that he was hiding behind.
4: Goblet rushes over and cradles Clerk in his arms. Clerk, stay in there, man. Where does it hurt?
1: His leg is all burnt. Hey, Goblet.
4: Clerk, your leg's all burnt. Do you have any medicine on you?
1: No, but I think Yasenia can heal me.
4: Well we gotta get you back to Yasenia then. Are there any plants around here that might be able to be some first aid?
1: Yeah, we got some back at the sanctuary.
4: Alright. Well, I'm I'm can you walk or do you am I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna carry you, okay? Sounds good. So goblet Fireman carries Cobalt, Cobalt uh, Clark, and runs off towards the sanctuary.
1: For no good reason, there's explosions all around you <laughs> as you run back in slow motion
4: towards the sanctuary. And, like, you know how you carry somebody, Fireman's carrying, they're kind of like bouncing on your shoulders, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like limbs are flailing. Although, Clark seems to be doing okay.
1: Yeah and you run back toward the sanctuary we pan out towards the smoke and then we see what looks to be a levitating bulldozer it has several attachments in the front including several chainsaws and every now and then it uh, it uh, it just unnecessarily shoots out fire <laughs> like a mad max type thing <laughs> a little bit okay it it looks more like imagine like a like a caterpillar bulldozer uh-huh but it's floating and it just has like these random add-ons
4: okay like a Swiss army around unfolding. yeah <laughs> all right
1: <laughs> got it and shooting fire yeah all right perfect and it inches closer and closer into the jungle everyone, it's your adequately adequate Dungeon Master Joey here. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Adequately Advanced Magic. I have decided that we will never ever split the party into three disparate groups across space and time. Lesson learned. We'll be back with one more episode of our Goblin Party, and then hopefully return to our main campaign. Join us next time as Goblert, Goblet, and Cornflake fight for their lives.